Oh yeah, it's date night with Jake and Paige, y'all, where you meet some of Charlotte's finest couples. So pull up your seat, grab a glass of wine. It's time to talk about things like laundry and taxes and the dentist and also making sweet cupcakes for your son's elementary class, which is kind of annoying because you don't really care about those other kids. So why are you doing it? We're going to find out with date night. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Date Night with Jake and Paige, except this is more like Let's interview a really cool person with Jacob Page. Yeah, this is what we call our threesome series. Okay. <laughs> when it's just one mm. and both of us still there. This is our, is this our first, I feel like this is our first expert, really, who like came on just to talk about more their thing, more than them. You know what I mean? You can't help yourself to tie it to Dutch podcast. <laughs> I kept Truly myself, obsessed. I kept myself from uh-huh. saying experts on expert. Uh, well, good, because that would have <laughs> insinuated that we are experts. <laughs> No, no, the name of his podcast uh-huh. is yeah. Armchair Expert. Right. Okay. Well, I don't know what we should call it then, but you don't like threesome, so I don't no, know. No, I, d- I, not that I didn't. Ugh, I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> um, Bonnie Hari, the food babe. Yes. Author of her third book, Food Babe Kitchen, New York Times bestseller. Uh, apparently, we, we learned Barack Obama's book has taken up all the paper in the world. No, literally. Yeah, literally. She said they, and, they basically dropped at the same time, and, and hers went on right. delay because they had to print Barack Obama's book first. Uh, but after the delay, it went out and then it's going sold out. out. Yeah, it I mean, is it's like gorgeous. It's, it's a great book, but she's also founder, co founder, CEO of Truvani, mm-hmm. which uh, she quickly uh, reminded us it's no longer just supplements. It started as a supplement company, and now it's everything and getting into everything. Yeah. You it, thought tampons. You thought it was going to be a tampon company. I thought she was giving me a tampon look, but she was She was just saying personal care. Is there a tampon look? Well, it's like, a, like haven't you ever heard the um, Amy Schumer po- thing, uh, no. stand-up, where she goes, women don't say the word tampon out loud. They just look at each other and they go, hey, do you have any... And so women. it's not like it's not like like a cigarette. Like I, um, I didn't. I do a great job on you that walk joke, up, by the way. Uh huh. Because that really comes across well in audio. I know only. exactly. Uh-huh. Um, but if you go all the way back to the origin story, we've known Vani for ten years, right? Because she crushed our soul <laughs> around mac and cheese. The yes, we were feeding our kids basically the worst thing in the world, and we were the the poor of how not to do it family when she was first launching her video career. Yes, so we met Vani 10 years ago, and we've gotten to know her a little bit better since we've been in Charlotte, which is her hometown, and uh, now she's just blowing up. She's taking over the world. You're running companies, writing books, and it sounds like uh, has an even brighter future in store, and so yeah, it was, it was fun to talk to It her. was fun to catch up. I wish we could have, well, we did chat for longer after the, <laughs> after the podcast recorded too, but I'm glad we got it in because she's also about to pop with baby number two. She is. Book and, number three, baby number two. Yeah, and speaking of pop, she popped my dreams around uh, breakfast sandwiches. Oh, wow. Big time. I don't know Mental if I should note, ever eat breakfast again. If the food babe ever comes to your house, yeah. don't have have whatever you're going to be consuming prepared ahead of time so that you don't have to open your refrigerator or your pantry or your freezer door because she will peek and she will call you on it. Yeah, but you know what? I just it's somehow she keeps it real in like a refreshing way. Oh, because like, she keeps it so yeah. real that you she's not trying to sugarcoat anything to where you're wondering like is she judging us? No, she's judging you outright and telling you there's a better way to do this. So I like that honesty, folks. Buckle up for an hour with the food babe, an expert on mediocre knowledge. 
ours, not hers. No, no, not her. I was saying I was a play on the joke, <laughs> okay. the Dak Shepard joke. Okay. All right. Bye. I'd like to start with macaroni and cheese. <laughs> well, that is where this all began. Wait, are we are we recording? AVR, baby. Oh, Always be recording. We are live. We're live. And we're talking about the macaroni and cheese incident. <laughs> we have brought you in to, frankly, Vani, attack you. We have been holding this in for years. You don't even remember this, do you? She doesn't you don't, remember. Oh my god, I love that you. Don't I love that you don't remember this. This is how we met. This is how we the met. We were of your. Of course, I remember. Oh, this. oh gosh! All right, all right. All right. <laughs> I'm looking like, at you like you guys are have like ten heads because I'm like. She's like. Wait, he would never attack I, you. That was good. You got a good poker face. Do you love how I share it? Probably face. every three to four months. No, you don't. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I try to share it often. Oh my god! Wait, all right, set the set the table because so, there's like a lot of Easter eggs in this story. Like Penn and Kim were. Behind the camera at that point, and then their career just changed a little bit right after that. Kind yeah, of crazy. The long story short is 10 years ago-ish now, maybe? Eight years ago, we met Vani because you had contracted out our friends, Penn and Kim Holderness, right, who at the time had a production company to kind of do your videos, right, to get the... You were start, you were you had already kind of they, blown up as well, the food babe. Well, yeah, so they found me. Mm-hmm. So oh. Kim and Penn found me, and they said, you need a show. You need a TV show. And I said, okay. (laughs) (laughs) To talk about what? And at that point, like, where were you in your career? Had you just launched? Oh, I was, oh, I was such a baby. I was such a baby. But at the time, we thought you were, like, like, you had blown up and were huge. But little did we know how big you would get. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, I think at that point, um, I had a nice following. You know, I did have a nice following. But it was... Um, I'm trying to remember. Okay, so I got to oh, – this is hard, guys. I think you had just gone to craft. I was going to say you had just done the craft thing first. Yes. 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 So I just quit my job, my corporate job. Yes. And right before I quit my corporate job, I, I mean, I didn't – I had, like, my mom, my friends, and a small community following, right? But it was big enough that they were contacting – just about every fast food company and food company I was writing about and trying to get them to change. And, you know, we hadn't really started a big petition yet. And then when I quit my job, started the petition on craft because I could finally do this thing full time and like take on these giants, right? And get them to do what I wanted them to do, which was for craft to remove artificial food dyes. And, um, and then Penn and Kim found me and said, we're starting a production company. We want to start our own TV network thing. Um, I don't even know what it's all called. Yeah, everyone was quitting their jobs. Like, they had just <laughs> quit their job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, and they're like, you need to get this information out nationally because this is so important. And right. Kim was, like, all about it. Yeah. yeah. And she's like. Oh, you struck a chord. Yeah. So, um, so she's like, come work with us and let's film a trailer. We've got just the train wreck of a family. <laughs> yeah. She says, I have the perfect family that you could go in and clean out their pantry and show them some good stuff to make. Right. They feed their children nothing but craft mac and cheese. All mac and cheese. <laughs> and that's sort of your market right now. And you're just going to crush them. And they're going to sit on ad and, and stew on it for 10 years and then attack you in a podcast a decade <laughs> later. <I'm kidding. laughs> so, so then I... I drive to Raleigh to meet them. Yeah. And I come over to your house. Yes. 
And I get all done up that day. Like that morning, I think we spent at Whole Foods um, to do a B-roll. Oh, my gosh. And I had never had a makeup artist before or anyone do my hair for anything. Like it was was very surreal. I was just like, oh, wow, like fancy. And then they had all these fancy camera things going on, which was (laughs) insane. Right. Um, Big booms. Yeah. (laughs) That was the first time I ever heard boom before in b-roll and like all of these things right? right um and then Penn oh gosh Penn is such a good teacher too I just remember him being such a great teacher in terms of how to perform on camera right <laughs> um but anyways no he they they were it was so much fun and so when I came to your house and I met your two little boys which June wasn't born I was yet. pregnant with June I think I was yeah. like six or seven oh months my gosh, pregnant with June. Right. yeah that's right I was, oh, I was so enamored with them because they were just the cutest boys oh. in the whole world. And I was just, I was a little bit terrified too because I was like, are they going to eat this mac and cheese that right. I make? Oh boy. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Right. And, but when I went into your cabinets for the first time, I was horrified. I think I'd sure. still be horrified if I went to I think, Bonnie, I love you because well, you're, <laughs> you're very correct. You're very correct. I just poured a coffee and as I was putting my. I tried not to look. Yeah, I know. I, know. I was <laughs> putting, I was putting a uh, creamer in. And immediately I flash back to that moment of like, I'm going to stop opening doors for you, Vani, because every door is making this worse well, and we're going to die tomorrow. Well, Paige got out a dog treat, I think, out of the freezer and I took a peek in there. Oh, boy. Into the freezer. Yeah. Oh, she, dang it. Yeah. I forgot Why about the do doors that? rule. You, and I saw some like croissant frozen sandwich thingies. Are they like Jimmy Dean? Like, That's what is, your boy. What mm. was that? Oh gosh, those things! You uh, had them by the pile full. Still, no. There's like, <laughs> like, there's only eight, I think. So they, you could order them in like packs of forty. I'm like, there's so many good bakeries around here that do real croissants, and we do a lot of that. <laughs> um, it's only in a pinch, Fonny. Anyways, no. uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right. this, no. What I love about you is you walk the walk. You know all the stuff behind it, but you do, like, because when I hear you say that, I'm like, well, of course we're going to have some of that crap in our freezer, but we have too much of that crap in our freezer. You, though, I feel like, because we've gotten to know you out, out, past that video that we did 10 whatever years ago. It's been that long. It's, can you believe it? Gosh. But since, when we moved to Charlotte, we've, you know, we hang out socially and things too. We I've seen you in like normal social settings and you can, you, you live like a human. Yeah. You don't live by these crazy rules like that you that nobody could ever adhere to. So let's let's back up though, so that people can kind of get a little bit more of your background. And by the way, for fast forward to the there. end, you made us cauliflower pasta with mac and real, cheese, with mac real and cheese, cheese, which was delicious, yes. and that we promised we would make at some point again, and we didn't. But that's how we <laughs> just going to put a bow on. That's that story. how we met, and the, that recipe is, is in, in my new cookbook, oh. Hey Babe Kitchen. There's no excuses. And when I was taking that photo, by the way, of me eating that mac and cheese, it had just come out of the oven for that photo. I mean, this was like, when we were doing these photos, it was like real deal, real food, like no fake food or like fake photography, anything. This thing had just come out of the oven. I couldn't stop eating it. Uh, I mean, I don't blame you. It was so good. And I was like, gosh, this recipe is just amazing. I hope Paige (laughs) and Jake are making this for their kids tonight. (laughs) We should. There was so much grating. There was a lot of grating. (laughs) Yeah, you you want to grate your cheese. cheese. Oh, that's right. You don't want cellulose in your cheese. You're right. You're right. right. Wood pulp. 
beaver gosh, butt. We totally Don't forgot about wood pulp and, and beaver butt. butt. Yeah. Your videos. Oh. That's the first thing we ever heard about you. Do you know when Kim was like, we have this new client. And do you know that you right. eat beaver butt when you when you eat ice cream? And we were like, I'm sorry, what? And that's we called you the beaver butt girl for like until like yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Right, but oh, to go back to the cellulose thing, so right, you walk the talk, you know your stuff, go now, back to you. Okay, wait, All I right. want to start, because if, for, I, I'm, I imagine many of our listeners are familiar with you where you are now, but not that many people may know your backstory, who knows, who are listening right now, but walk us through just a little bit too, because I mean, you grew up in Charlotte, mm-hmm. but you're, you're, you're upbringing is very relatable to a lot of us in the sense of the types of stuff you were putting in your body growing up what you were eating right your your both of your parents are from India yeah they were they're immigrants from India and you know my dad had an arranged marriage with my mom was that, it really I didn't realize that oh yeah he was here going to school he was summoned back by his mother and his mother introduced him to five women and my mom went away from her village to go meet my dad but she didn't think she was going to get married or anything like that. She just was like, oh, I'm going to go meet this man or whatever. It's going to be fine. Everything's cool. Well, she gets married five days later to my dad, gets whisked away to the United States that weekend what? to go live for the rest of her life. <gasps> so back then, to get a passport, you didn't have to wait like, you know, three months. Right. You could pay whoever you needed to pay, get your passport from India. They even put the wrong country on it. I'm not even joking. Um. And got her to the United States, and it was nuts. Um, because the first thing my dad introduced my mom to was a McDonald's hamburger. He says, if we're going to live in America, we're going to eat like Americans. This wow. is what they eat. Yeah. And it was ch- so cheap. He yeah. was like, this is great. It's available. It's easy. It's cheap. It you don't tastes have- good. I mean, he's used to his mother spending all day in the kitchen making everything from scratch. Same with mm-hmm. my mom. So this was like this new way of life where everything is fast and easy. So my mom quickly realized that that food wasn't right for her. I mean, she had never had beef in her entire life, Uh right? Because if you know anything about Indian culture, it's, you know, beef is, or cows are like sacred. Mm -hmm. So that was really bizarre for her. So she kind of went back and figured out how to make her mom's, you know, Indian cooking at home and became friends with some other Indian women in the community is and this stuff. all in charlotte by the way did they come to no, charlotte they time? they were living in indiana oh yep. okay yeah my dad was going to purdue to get his phd and my mom went to indiana university to get her master's in math wow so and you know it's all about science and math sure in these indian families so that's all they cared about was their studies right so that's how i was raised i was only to care about my studies i was not allowed in the kitchen i did not anytime i tried to get in the kitchen to help my mom or, or anything with any kind of food related thing. My dad would like yell and say, get away, go study. Cause he didn't, he, he was afraid that what you would, I mean, that's, it's in a way that's very progressive of him, right? To have his daughter yeah. not want to like to have to fulfill to, these traditional female roles of right. stay in the kitchen. Yeah. I didn't think of it that way, but it was right. more of like, you know, studies are the most important thing. You're not going to spend time learning housework and stuff mm. like that. Whereas now I know that cooking saved my life, mm-hmm. you know, which is, such an important skill and my daughter you know cooks with me every single day and knows how to make things and it's just so cool but anyway so um so I so so my mom would make Indian homemade food for herself and my dad would end up eating it when he got home from school which was you know he was a professor so he you know, would work all day long, and he'd have night classes, so he'd get kind of h- home late, so he was eating a lot of fast food when 
he was at school because that's all that was available in these colleges, right? Um, and then, but for me and my brother, we thought the Indian food looked funny and tasted, well, I didn't really even taste it, really, because I think if I had tasted it back then, I would have been like, hmm, this is good. Uh-huh. You know? Because yeah. <laughs> it's like my, like, everyone's like, what's your favorite restaurant in Charlotte? It was like my mom's house. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and, and so I totally shunned my mother's homemade cooking and instead asked my mom for what everybody else in the neighborhood was making for their families and what I saw at school. Mm. Which was like pizza and hot dogs and Salisbury steak Chef and mozzarella uh-huh. sticks and yeah. Chef Boardy. Oh, the one with the meatballs. Oh right, oh. Oh, like hamburger helper. Remember a box of oh, hamburger the ravioli helper? in the <laughs> yes. can. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that flavor. Yeah. So yummy. Yeah, so salty. But that's what they would serve at school too. They get Absolutely. the big. They have those big cans of Chef Boardy. But anyways, loved every minute of all that stuff because it's. It was created for you to love it, right, and to keep eating it. And I didn't know that at the time, of course, but I did, and I ate a lot of it, and I was just super sick as a child, always in the doctor's office, always didn't want to go to school, never could focus, just hated school, hated my body, um, had eczema all over my face, always very um, self-conscious about my allergies. Like, whenever I'd go to somebody else's house, and they had a dog or a cat or, um, shoot, had different linens. I would be sneezing and coughing. And it just, I never felt comfortable going over, like, to other people's houses for sleepovers. So I would always have the, you know, my friends over to my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was so uncomfortable. And, um, but I had no idea it was related to the food I was eating. And neither did my parents. My parents just took me to the doctor. And the doctors just loaded us up on prescription drugs. On allergy stuff? Like, were you diagnosed allergies, with allergies as oh, a child? Yeah, allergies, asthma. I was on four different medications for allergies. I mean, allergies and asthma at one point. Wow. Um, another f- couple for my eczema, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, I had eczema, like, in every crease in my body, all over my face, underneath my um, knees. I mean, it was everywhere. Yeah. Jeez. It was awful. Yeah. Um, and... But had no idea it was related to food until my early 20s where I hit rock bottom and I woke up and I said, I've got to do something. And uh, I started to research nutrition like it was going out of style and became so passionate about it. I started telling everyone about all the stuff I was learning and they're just like, shut up, Bonnie, leave me alone, get out of my pantry, what are you doing? You know, I... I mean, I still think my family hates me for all the times I would go into, like, for example, my brother's pantry and comment on things. I don't do it anymore. Well, well I mean, just do it on podcast. Don't do it directly. To yeah. Him. That's probably healthier. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely not listening. So if you just want to go. Bonnie's <laughs> brother's pantry in. is a yeah. disaster. No, no, it was. But now he's on board. It, hey, took, it yeah. took like 10 years of being mm. the food babe, right? You know, right. but. <laughs> Maybe I should pay attention to yeah. that. Yeah. No, yeah. he's on board now. Oh, sort of. Half there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I would say, you know, 70%. I mean, you know, when it's not your, like, life, it's harder to be totally on board. I People got to get partial credit, right? Right. But the 70% that he is on board changed his whole life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he lost 25 pounds, looks better than he ever has. Wow. Uh, went off several medications, wow. you know. Um, just changing what he's eating. Just changing really. what he's eating. Yeah. yeah. And paying attention to ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, like, my biggest... 
accomplishment. When people are like, oh, which company did you like the most that you changed? Blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not a company. It's a person. Oh, that's neat that it's your own brother. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted to be him when I was growing up. Like, he's seven years older. So I did everything he did. Mm -hmm. Whatever he did, I did. He did debate. I went and did debate, but I did it better. Hey. Okay. He majored in computer science. I was like, oh, he's driving a Porsche. Whoa. (laughs) Like, this is this is a good career. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to major in computer science. I hated it, though. I hated every minute of it. That's one you might regret immediately. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, you could have this one, bro. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hated it, but I got through it. It was good. Yeah. You know, it taught me how to start a blog. Mm -hmm. You know, right? I was able to quickly do that. But, um, uh, you know, so everything, you know, he wanted to travel the world. I wanted to travel the world. You know, like all the things. So... I've always looked up to him. Is it just the two of you? Just the two yeah. of us. But there was no way he was going to be listening to his little sister, you know, Got especially it. about what he was eating. Yeah. Because it's such a personal thing. And everybody has to change their eating habits when they're ready. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys will be ready to make that cauliflower, <laughs> cauliflower mac and cheese at some point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know, there's Thanksgiving coming up yes. and the holidays. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, it's a perfect time. I'm telling you, we're doing, we have, our kids are just a-holes in terms of what, he and I will eat okay. Our kids are, I, I want to get to you with Harley and I'll be curious with this new little baby boy because I, you know the Hilliards, right? You yes. do You do a, you, Hilliards, you do oh, that yeah. I see on, on podcast. Very good friends. Clary. I remember she, they came on the show one time, and this is a couple of years ago, but, you know, Clary's got a, a son and a daughter, and she was like, listen, my mom and I eat super healthy. We raised our kids to eat super healthy. My daughter, she's like, she'll come with us and have a salad. Like, her daughter was like, well, I don't know, five at the time. And she's like, she'll eat it. She goes, my son is made of goldfish. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what we did wrong. Different kids. She's like, I exposed them all to the same thing. It's just one. And I, I'm always curious it's in particular when you talk about like different cultures and things like that too, because I lived in Honduras for a couple of years after college. I was in the Peace Corps, and like the kids there eat beans and rice, and I mean, don't get me started on other things they put in like their bottles, like you know Pepsi and coffee and things from from. But 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 basically, they eat what's given to them, right? They yeah. whereas my kids would be like they don't they don't want to eat certain things, or you think they're always going to eat what have you, but it's because that's what our culture. Oh, yeah, we have a pantry, freezer, fridge full of uh, the variety of the world in there. Jimmy Dean. Yeah. We have a Jimmy Dean drawer. Yeah, you do. Okay. So what okay. I saw today. So, <laughs> so when you, because when you, you were working as a, as a consultant, uh, right, like in the business world, completely separate for this, and then when this became a passion for you, you decided, okay, I'm going to be just, this is going to be my job. I'm going to make a living at this and, like, teach the world how to use food for what it should be used for, which is to keep us healthy, make us healthy, et cetera. I was scared to death to quit my job. Yeah, Because I I, I'd been raised um, that your job is the most important thing, that your 401k is important, that your insur- health insurance is important. I didn't tell my parents for, like, many, many months that I quit my job until I was on, like, national TV and on Dr. Oz. And I was like, okay, I should tell them that I don't work anymore. This is no longer a side hustle. <laughs> No. Were you married to? I don't even remember. Were you married at the time when you, when you quit your job? Yes, okay, I was married. So I was. Um, so how it all went down is I was on the top of Machu Picchu on December twenty first, two thousand and twelve. That was the auspicious day in the Mayan calendar where the world was supposed to end. Do you oh, remember this? I do remember. Yes. This. Oh my right? gosh! What? So we were in Peru 
at Machu Picchu and, you know, the cell signal did not work up there, like right. at all, right? And we sat down for lunch and my phone came through with all of these messages and my contract at, I was at Bank of America at the time, and my contract at Bank of America was ending at the end of that year and they were like, well, do you want to renew in January? You know, because they want to keep you on or whatever. And I said, I mean, I got this email right there on top of Machu Picchu. And I looked over at Finley and I said, Finley, I don't want to say yes. I want to stop because mm. this isn't my calling. My calling is to change the food industry. Look, I've already gotten a meeting with Chick-fil-A. I got Chipotle to, to say they're going to post their ingredients. Like, like, let's, I want to take on more. And he's like, what have you been waiting for? Do it. And I, I was, like, expecting a totally different answer. I was expecting, how are we going to pay our mortgage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, all the things, right? Because I was not making a dime mm-hmm. doing Food Babe as a blog. It was just fun. It was fun and passion and huh. just so rewarding to have this community that thought like I did and yep. wanted to see the food industry change. Um, so when I got back from that trip, we were living downtown Charlotte. Um, and, and, you know, I was looking down my balcony and watching all the bankers go back to, to work. Mm. And I was still in my PJs, not making a dime, freaking the F out. Yeah. And I remember calling my brother going, what do I do? He's like, you're going to be so much more successful doing this. I remember him telling me that. And I was in the Trader Joe's. I remember I was in the Trader Joe's parking lot because, you know, you have to go round and round and round and round in order to get a parking space. If, you, if you're if you familiar with the Metropolitan one, oh, my gosh, you can or never get a parking space. Piper <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, and I was calling, and I was like, I'm so scared. And he's like, oh, don't worry, Vani. You, you're going to be fine. And, um, and so the reason I was at Trader Joe's because I was trying to figure out how to eat organically on a budget still because I was like, oh, we're on one salary, my husband's salary. And so I got to figure out how to do this. So that was one of the first blog posts I wrote was how to save on organic food 75 different ways. And I was implementing those mm-hmm. oh, cool. at that point. Yeah. And, um, but then it opened up all of this energy and passion. And I could just, I took on craft immediately thereafter. And that's when I met you guys. And it was just everything exploded from there. And then I got my book deal and I started, um, developing meal plans for people to follow and that's how I supported myself and supported this mission that was your first book right so feeding you lies was number one uh no uh, food Food babe Babe way was number one feeding you lies number two and then food babe kitchen is number three that's right that's the new one um yeah that's and and so how many years three books in how many years uh the first one came out in 2015 so five years three books I busy it's (laughs) I'm like what who am I and I don't even know I know that's amazing. And so where I want to go is, because you talk early on in the career, is like, all right, craft. Like, I want to take on craft. Mm-hmm. You got these people to post ingredients. And you just said, like, hey, I want to I change the food industry. But you also talk about your brother. And, like, your biggest success is your brother turning around. So do you see it holistically? Or would you say your passion is, I want to change the industry, or I want to change people? You know... I, you know, I do want to change the food industry, but I want to change people more. And I'll, I'll tell you why I took on uh, campaigns like Subway, where I asked them to remove a, a chemical that's found in yoga mats and shoe rubber, and they did. But and the, they were putting it in their what? Meat? It, no, they were putting it in their, their bread. Bread. 
and this is a chemical that was banned all over the globe. It's called azodicarbonamide. And, yeah. um, and it, it that kind of launched, that was like the, probably one of my biggest campaigns because it was worldwide. Like China was like, do we have it in our bread? India was like, do we have it in our bread? Because Subway was number one fast food chain in the world at mm-hmm. that time. They've gone down dramatically in that number because of what happened actually. Um, but when I took that on, I was mad about that chemical and I was concerned that it was in our food. But the real reason I wanted to highlight that chemical and Subway is because of the misleading marketing of Eat Fresh. Mm-hmm. And I wanted people to pay attention to ingredients and stop blindly trusting marketing of fast food and healthier alternatives yeah. and look beyond the labels. So my biggest accomplishment out of that campaign wasn't that Subway removed this chemical or that actually every single bread manufacturer in America removed the chemical. Almost every single one did it after that. Yes. Um, Was not that. It was, it launched ingredients as being a focus. Mm. And now every commercial, everything you see out there, I mean, the Super Bowl last year, or was it this year? Gosh, I can't, it was this year. Yeah. Yeah. it feels like last year because do we have a Super Bowl this year? We, are we did. Even, are we that was a major super spreader event, by the way. I want to know how many people got COVID at the Super Bowl this year. Anyways, um, so, so yeah. So at the Super Bowl this year, I mean, they're advertising an organic beer. You know, Anheuser Busch is an- advertising organic beer, talking about ingredients in their beer, and you know, in 2014, I was taking on the beer industry, trying to get them to release their ingredients for the first time in history, and that's when Anheuser Busch actually invited me to their headquarters, and I'm sitting there with their head brewmaster, going, "Hey, we need an organic beer." people he's like well we tried this you know several years ago let me show you back in the history archives and showed me the bottles and everything right. and, and um and i was like it wasn't the time uh-huh. the time is now people ready. people weren't ready they didn't know about ingredients now they know about ingredients which so think, look what's happened yes, it's amazing no you're so right because i, I mean I, I, that's a great answer for that because the whole subway it's like you almost feel sorry you're like People are trying. They're trying to do the healthy thing. They think they're doing it. They're just not doing enough homework to know whether or not they are, but they're trusting basically these food sources, right, that are saying, yeah, 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 it's fine. This is healthy. Trust us. This is good bread. But really, like, who's regulating the word healthy? Who's regulating the – so until you know – but who the heck knows what any of those words mean? So unless you just take it out of it, most people are still going to be eating it. And to make a difference, I think, at a really quick global scale, you have to tie it to something shocking. And so this, like, you're eating yoga mm. mat. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Is that's why Beaver Butt got us. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> Will you, ex- we explain you love that the Beaver Butt for anyone no. listening. So yeah, so one of my oh, arch nemesis ingredients right now, which is such an innocuous ingredient because it's not going to kill you, but it can kill you if you have enough foods with it in it because it makes you addictive to food. It's is natural flavor. And one of the ways they make natural flavor or natural vanilla flavor is through okay. beaver anal glands. Oh boy! Well, I am it not it's eating. True, right? it's, it's, it's true, but it's not. It's yeah. not used like by every single vanilla natural vanilla flavoring company. Yeah. But because they figured out other ways to use um, to get a vanilla flavor from other things in nature that you wouldn't even think, like oak and some other 
random things. Um, but they go through so much of a chemical process. They can make any kind of flavor right now with anything from nature. And, and they make it taste like the one millionth best part of a blueberry, for example. <laughs> okay. Like, think about the best blueberry you could ever have in your entire life. And then they weave that through oatmeal, but they don't put real blueberries at all in it. Instead, they put dehydrated apples and in, in, in color them blue with blue one, which is a petroleum-based dye, you know, linked to hyperactivity in children. Awful thing uh, can cause um, skin reactions. Bad, bad ingredient. And... That's what they're doing. That's what food manufacturers do. They take it's cheaper. Oh yeah, right? they That's take the whole... fake, chemicalized food, but make it taste so freaking good, mm. so you don't recognize that it's not real food. And that is part of the experiment that I want to tell pe- Americans about. And what feeding you lies. My second book is all about all the ways the food industry feeds us lies about what we're eating. And how to look beyond labels and ingredients and, and find out the truth and, and know when the next big, you know, marketing scheme comes through to kind of look for it and say, oh, uh, no, I just need to go back to real food. And you just need to eat things that came from the earth and as simple as possible. And when you do that, when you make, I mean, I have 100 recipes, over 100 recipes in Food Babe Kitchen. All of them have a photograph because I wanted people to know what they're cooking. It but is not beautiful. beaver butt. But not. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's all real food. Yeah. And I mean, I have it, like a homemade Chick-fil-A sandwich in there that tastes incredible. And women are making this for their their husbands right now. That I just see a lot of women making it for their husbands, which is so cute. And playing like a trick on them, like, hey, I got well, you Chick-fil-A. <laughs> no, they oh. don't, but that's actually a good yeah. <laughs> good idea. Um and their husbands are like blown away. And yeah. they're like, this is awesome. This is delicious. And it's all real food. Whereas like, you know, if you look at a Chick-fil-A sandwich and see the ingredients, you're just like, uh, mm, uh, uh. MSG is like one of the first ingredients in a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Mm. That's why my mouth waters still to this day, even though I haven't had Chick-fil-A in over 10 years. <gasps> you haven't? Yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe even 15 years. But I... But I, I, your mouth is watering right now. It oh my is. God, mine too. 100%. I'm like, I want a Chick Fil A sandwich and waffle fries. Yeah, yeah, honey mustard. Yeah, well, it's because of the MSG. So because of the MSG page, <laughs> get it together. So that's how we get addicted to food, and and because we're in a situation, especially now during this pandemic, right? Like where ninety four percent of people who die of COVID have some kind of comorbidity, obesity, diabetes, or heart disease, which are all related to the food we eat. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, yep. um, we got to pay attention to this stuff. We got to at some point tell the truth about the food that we're eating, and and this truth is very hard to get out there now because the social media, and you know this, Jake, you probably see it out there. The social media giants right now are censoring information based on the corporate interests that they have right now. And the corporate interests either from pharmaceuticals or from food companies. And it's really hard to get this information out there. When when before uh, they understood the impact of the Food Babe Army and Bonnie Hari and my voice, I was on CNN like every weekend. They'd call me. They're like, come on. 
Come on, Don Lemon Show. Right. Come on, Jake Tapper. Come on. And it's dropped off because they get, they, they get so much pressure from advertisers. Oh, absolutely. 100%. The food industry yeah. freaked out having me on mainstream media. Right. They're like, no, 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 no. You can't get on there and talk about our products like that. Has anyone tried to, um, like Anheuser-Busch, make an organic beer, like try to get ahead of it mm-hmm. with your help? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, I have to give a lot of credit to Anheuser-Busch for having me. They had actually my entire um, Finley, my husband's family as well, come in and do like a tour as well, which they're all beer drinkers. So they were like, oh, this is say, so it sounds cool. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And to see behind the scenes uh-huh. and get to do all the things that nobody else gets to do. So that, you know, they tr- really tried to like wine and dine us, right? Not me, because I don't, I don't drink beer. So I was like, you know, the whole reason for the beer campaign is my husband ha- had beer in the fridge because he's a beer drinker. And I was like, this is the only thing I don't know what's in, in this. Mm. And knowing what I know about the fridge. F- yeah. yeah. And, and knowing what I know about the food industry, I know they've screwed it up. Mm-hmm. I know they're putting stuff in this. Yeah. And they're not telling us, and that's bothering me. And so... That's why, and it was, I remember it was a Newcastle beer he had in the fridge, and I was like looking for the ingredient list, and there's no ingredient list, and I was like, what is in this thing? I thought in the States you had, so here's what what little knowledge I have of this, I guess. I thought in the States it was regulated that you do have to have an ingredient list on all, on all food, and like in Europe and pl- the other but places be- don't have that same rule. Is that not right? Well, not in beer, because beer is not regulated by the FDA. It's regulated by the Treasury Department. Department, which is the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Oh. So they didn't have the same regulations. So food, yes, but alcohol, no. No. You oh, wow. No. So it wasn't until my campaign that I was able to get them to finally release the ingredients in beer. Mm. And then we found out that Newcastle Beer was using caramel color level four to to color their beer to make it look like the hops were making the dark beer. Yeah. Because if you use good hops, you don't need all that coloring. Mm. Well, they were making shortcuts. So Newcastle, um, a year later, sent me a personal email and said, hey, we just want to let you know, and your husband, who loves our beer, that we're taking out caramel coloring. So that was cool. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. So they took it out, which is awesome. But um, so when I, so we went to, um, so yeah, I wasn't a beer drinker. I, I didn't care about drinking beer, but I care about my husband. I love him so much, and I wanted him to have the best beer. So that's why I started the campaign. And we knew, at that point, we knew more what's in a can of Coca-Cola and Windex than we did Budweiser. Wow. Paige, why don't you care that much about Shut that? up. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say, why don't you go on a campaign? That I was the scariest. I know it's in my beer. That was the scariest campaign I ever waged. Really? Because I, cause it wasn't. Giant. It, uh. it was the the money behind the beer industry. Uh-huh. Uh, it, like, craft is, yeah, craft. But, like. Whoa, was I scared. I remember that was the scariest campaign. I remember when I hit send on that petition, I was like, oh, oh boy. Yeah, I was yeah. really freaked out. Um, we we made a beer wall to do my video. Um, just because you guys are in production and video, you appreciate yeah. this. We made a beer wall of like all the Budweiser and Miller Coors beers. Yeah. Wow. We had to <laughs> pour out <laughs> like. 300 beers. Oh, my God. Because they're too heavy to stick to the wall. Oh, right. And the the videographer and his helper were, like, looking at us, like, 
we could have had a raging party before this. Yeah. Like, we, did, we did not think could this have actually <laughs> drunk this. We did not think this through. I didn't mean to touch your foot. Sorry. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Socially I'm right distanced. here, Bonnie. I'm seven, eight feet away. I just have very long legs. Right? Very long legs. <laughs> you guys are the tallest people I know. I know. Sorry. Okay, so the beer one was huge, obviously. Well, are, are there any that have been like, you know what? We're going to do our thing. You try to do your thing. Oh, yeah. And you know what that brings out in me? Vengeance. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. And that's Starbucks. So I wrote about Starbucks um, way back when. They were also one of these people that- that surprises me because Howard Schultz is supposed to, like he says, he does so many other great things for- People doesn't it seem like I mean first I will just say the from a PR language, perspective no no I know she's she's giving me like up. which yep. was why I want to hear this because I know that like isn't he known to do he does full benefits for even part time workers because his mom was a single mom just because you're good in one area doesn't mean you're good in all no that's interesting okay, okay so dish all right so. I wrote about Starbucks, the fact that they would not tell us, they would tell us what's in their food. Like, you know, when you buy a lemon pound cake, it has 18,000 ingredients. That was exaggeration, everybody, but a lot of ingredients, really bad for you. Don't buy the lemon pound cake, but, um, but they wouldn't tell you what's in their coffee drinks, which was bizarre. So they have all these fancy, you know, pumpkin spice lattes, all the things, right? Frappuccinos, all that stuff, right? And, but they wouldn't tell us what was in it. I'd call, I'd email, I would beg, you know, why won't you tell us what's in these ingredients? Mm-hmm. So then, um, eventually, Starbucks, I think it was, I got on to a major news network, and I had an interview, and I was talking to the announcer about the fact that Starbucks won't release their ingredients. Starbucks was very threatened by this, of course. So it was a very popular news show. I can't remember which one. But anyways, I think it was like Fox News. Some, something. It was probably Good Day Charlotte. Some, it was probably Good Day Charlotte. Yeah. Good day oh, Charlotte. Sure. Anyway, so, yeah. and so they immediately contacted me after that. They're like, hey, we want to invite you to the headquarters and talk to you about this. I was like, boom. Yes, we're yeah. going to get this done, right? Because right. that's usually how it starts, right? Right. With anyone? So we went back and forth for four months on dates and times. Oh and I was gosh. like, I'm available. I'm available. Oh, it's, like it's us not- getting on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I know, right? But at that point, I, you know, yeah. things were a lot different. I was like, I was eager to go, right? right? Oh, I was eager to be no, here, No, no, too. no, I know. <laughs> Well, thanks for coming I on. I actually uh, wanted to go to that. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. I'm just okay. kidding. Um, so, so, but yeah, I was just like, you know, I can come. Just tell me when. Yeah, yeah I had to fly all the way to Seattle. So, um, they reneged. They they said uh, all of a sudden. I think it was one of my other campaigns went viral, and they freaked out and they said, "No, we can't have you. I'm so sorry." <sighs> Oh, when was that? Boy. Don't cross Vonnie. Um, maybe 2014, 2015. I can't remember. Okay, that's a it's, long time ago. Yeah, a while back. So then I said, you know what? I'm going to find out these ingredients on my own. So I went and went to several different Starbucks, eventually begged a barista who was probably some high schooler, teenager kid, um, for me to take pictures of all the stuff that was in a pumpkin spice latte and revealed it for the first time ever to the public on my blog. It went bonkers. Mm. Uh, it went crazy town. Yeah. All the national news is calling me. Everybody's writing about it. 
Cut to the poor Charlotte Barista, like, oh, oh no. no. Well, of course I didn't give away her name no, or no, anybody. No. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, it was in another town that I ended up getting this done. So Nice work. Um, so, uh, so at that point, finally, um, they not only did they uh, start posting ingredients in their drinks, they actually took out caramel coloring level four, which they were using in the pumpkin spice latte in an opaque cup that, no, coffee's already brown. Right. Why are you adding more brown to it? It doesn't make any sense. These ingredients are completely unnecessary, right? They provide no value and some harm. And so I was like, what are you doing? So finally they removed that. They made a big announcement. And, um, and then they started posting their ingredients. So... We got that done without even starting a petition. I didn't even have to fly to Seattle. All I had to do was write about this. Was trick oh a high gosh. schooler and yeah, yeah. post some pictures. Yeah. And wow. it was awesome. So how do you we keep, know what's in Starbucks now? Yeah. How do you keep up with all of it going forward? Because we were just talking before we started recording. You're like, oh my gosh, posting stuff to social media. I, it's like, there's just a lot. And so you could do like petitions. You could write a million books. You could write blogs. It's just you. I mean, I know you probably, you've got a team around you, but like. Yeah, what's your team? What's too? the strategy for yeah. you? Like, are you go like, you know, I know I talked about companies and people and ingredients. Is that is that like the main focus? Or are you like on the search for these ingredients, or you just like, hey, I want to write books. Like, that's my thing now. Well, things have changed dramatically since this really heightened time where we were getting all these big major co- corporations to change. You know, my first book came out, then I had a baby, then my second book came out. And right around that time where I had a baby is when my whole being changed. I just became a softer person. Hmm. You know, I became, you know, I was, you know, I would go on the internet and get my, you know, my life would be threatened. I'd get rape threats. Um, People would be driving by my house, like crazy stuff for the longest time when I was in the national media talking about these companies um, publicly on a daily basis And so life was a lot more stressful, if you will, during that time. And when I had a child, I didn't want that stress anymore, right? Just because I Children bring their own separate kind of stress. Right, and I just had that protective nature, and I I became softer. Uh I definitely became softer. Um, Not less passionate, but just, you know, really cautious about what I took on Mm -hmm. and what I would put myself into. Like change your approach kind of, do you mean? I don't know if... if I changed my approach, but I just, I looked for less fights, you mm-hmm. know? Huh. Um, and so, so I knew I still wanted to change the food industry. So I said to myself, you know, um, what if I create the products that I wish to see in the world? Because that's one way to change it. Because I could create the highest level quality of um, things that I want in the world and then the food industry has to change and the supplement industry will have to change because they'll have to keep up with the the next thing, right? Because anytime there's a better product, you know, those bigger companies are always looking uh-huh. like, what's next? What do people buying, right? And then they change. Then everybody has clean stuff, which is really the goal is for everybody to be healthy, really. Because mm-hmm. I just don't want anyone to feel like I used to feel walking around like a zombie, overweight, sick. With all of these prescription on all these prescription drugs for no reason, when you could just eat healthy and feel amazing mm-hmm. and feel this level of energy you just never thought was possible, so that's what I want for everybody. So I was like, okay, I was sitting, um, I was taking a turmeric supplement, and uh, and it had gotten bought by 
a huge conglomerate chemical company. And I didn't know it. I didn't wasn't paying attention. I was just taking this supplement. But they had changed the ingredients to be synthetic and all sorts of things in it. And the label had changed. And I was looking at it one day going, oh, my gosh, this happened right under my nose. Wow. So, so I said, okay, I'm going to create my own. And um, I had been friends with um, Derek Halpern, who's one of my partners, for, I don't know, probably five or six years at that point. And we had always talked about doing something together. And I was telling him about this. And he's like, you know, why don't we start a company? And I said, well, who's going to run it? Like, we need operations and everything. We need someone to be able to figure out the shipping. And da, 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 da. Right. I was like, this is not my skill set. So he's like, oh, I got the perfect person, Devin, Duncan. And I said, oh, okay. So us three, uh, August of 2017, <laughs> got together on a conference call, on a Zoom call. We didn't have to be on Zoom at that point, but we were because uh, <laughs> right. Devin was in California and uh, Derek was in New York and I was in Charlotte and we started Truvani that day. Like, what does that mean? How does one start? A f- I mean, you know what I mean? Like, what is, <laughs> where, do you, where do you even begin? Because you could you- start a company on video production. You could start right. a company where you're going to write, write books, <laughs> become an author, but like starting a supplement company, I feel like there's some layers there. Well, it's now more than just supplements, right? It, now it's going to be a lot more than thing, supplements. Right? I remember. Yeah. The, the first was tu- – we we didn't know where this was headed. We we knew – I knew I wanted to do turmeric first. Okay. That's yeah. all we knew, right, yeah. at the time. Because that's where it started for you? So you're yeah. like, let's just start here? Yeah. And so that was the when we started shipping that product February of 2018. So – um, and that helps with inflammation mostly, right? Is yes. That the, the it's amazing. Benefit? Oh, yeah. Something that I started taking when I had a – a tailbone injury, and the doctor told me the only way to fix your tailbone injury is to remove your tailbone. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yes. The top doctor in the United States told me that. To remove your tailbone. Yes. That would be the only way to fix this pain. Meaning you're just going to have to live with pain or else. And I looked at him. Walk it off. Yeah. I, yeah. I said, are you? No, no. And I gave him a big, you know. Yeah. What? Yeah. Middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> give us some. Discomfort. No, because he was a nice dude. I didn't give him the middle finger, but I felt like giving him the middle finger. Right. And if he's listening right now, you know what I did? I went to acupuncture where I got needles stuck right in my ASS. Uh huh. And I took turmeric, and I'm better now. And I can sit on this couch. I can sit on the floor. I can roll around. You should see Vani. Right I don't know now. if She's I can. I, I don't She's know if I can go on a roller coaster, but <laughs> I haven't tried that yet. But um, but yeah, it's good now. You so still have a tailbone. And and I still have, still, have tailbone. still have my tailbone. And do you know? I don't know if people know this, but when you get your tailbone removed, you're bedridden for like six months. Wait, is that the actual thing? I thought this the, was a that's joke. That's the coccyx. Said, you can actually remove a tailbone. Yes. 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 And then you're bedridden for six, six months. months. I feel like people are getting hoodwinked at the doctor and getting tailbones removed for no reason. Oh, they are. Um, they are. Limp, so if you're listening limp, yeah. to this. Just hammer yeah. turmeric. Yeah. And then you can roll around like Vani. Yep. 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 Oh, my God. Um, okay, right. so, you start, so you launch with turmeric. Yeah. Yes. You're real busy. Okay, so yeah. turmeric, and then there's and then there's protein, right? Well, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, oh, I was so mad because... The protein powder, so there's so many issues with our protein that I've had over the years. The first protein powder that I was I loved and I would I would put in my shakes every day because I think like protein powder is not something that is a meal replacement, but is like a fast food. Mm-hmm. Like you 
it's the fastest food, food. Uh-huh. right? So you just throw it in the blender, add some kale and some fruit, and then it's a meal, right? Like it's a, it's just, it's fast food. There's no reason to go through McDonald's. It's fast actual food. Yeah, right? like or chemicals. or go into your freezer and get Jimmy Dean's, uh-huh. right? You don't have who to. Who are you do talking that. about? <laughs> who who does that? I want to put a pin in this though because at some point I want to mention we just did Whole Thirty. Yes, we uh, we have to pick your brain about and, that and, too. And and uh, protein powder was like shunned. Like, don't do protein shakes. Don't be, and then all of a sudden we see this pea-based protein. I'm like, I feel like we could have done that. Yeah, you can. It's, okay, I think we'll, the we'll whole, com- we'll come back to that. Well, but they want to do, do, do it's real It's just because they want you to teach. Re- I feel yeah. like Vani's got like a hot take on Whole30. But anyway, we'll come back to it. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so uh, I was, I love this protein powder. Okay. All of a sudden it gets recalled. You can't find it anywhere. And I'm looking for, like, the black market of it, right, on eBay and yes. other places, right? Like, I love this thing. I want it, right? So then I'm like, well, why did it get recalled? Like, oh, let me call the manufacturer. Freaking rat droppings in it. Unbelievable. Oh, they my. They had to close down the whole the facility. Plants? Like, the whole thing. Like, well, Thank goodness, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that was well, the right. first time. The second time, I was taking another one that was, like, organic and amazing and da-da-da-da. And again, recalled. Because it had this uh, fancy ingredient, sacha inchi, which is, uh, you know, considered a superfood, but it had um, contamination with mold and aflatoxin from peanuts. And, and they had to, again, stop the formula. Oh, man. Change the formula. And so I was like, all right, this is enough. Jeez. We got to create the best protein powder. And, hey, by the way, why does why are all the protein powders out there have all of these added ingredients that don't serve a purpose in my body nutritionally? Mm-hmm. Why are they there? Well, I figured out the reason they're there is to make these supplement companies more money and to, to make the manufacturing time faster, all these different things. So I was like, all right, we're going to do it the old-fashioned way. We're going to do it the right way. And we created literally the best tasting protein powder on the market with the least amount of ingredients. Our vanilla has uh, five ingredients. Our chocolate has six. We have two new flavors, chocolate peanut butter and banana, banana cinnamon. cinnamon. Oh my gosh, I just opened the box downstairs. Banana I didn't open cinnamon. it yet because I wanted to I was like I wanted to keep it intact for when you're here so we can get a picture with it. It looks so good. Just Let's make a banana, banana cinnamon, cinnamon after that this. flavor oh. just sound amazing. Oh, it tastes like cake. It's it's ridiculous. And no, we don't use natural flavors or artificial flavors or any kind of f- weird flavors to make the banana and cinnamon. You know what we're using? Banana and cinnamon. Banana and cinnamon. Go figure. So where can people get it? Is it like anywhere that? So we are just expanding in retail. Okay. Um, Truvani.com was where we started, right? And now we have over 12, 13 products. It's crazy. We have t- uh, another new two two new ones coming out in December. Ooh. We have a Black Friday deal happening. That is a new, beautiful bag. You, I got you the old bag, but the new bag's coming out. Oh. This is like this ridiculous t- cooler tote bag thing that yeah. is. We got the old crappy one. <laughs> <laughs> the design. It's a new design every year. So, yeah. And it's, I mean, it's the fanciest cooler bag you'll ever see. So, we okay? will get this podcast up in time for people to take advantage of the deal. Well, yeah, because yeah. it's going to go till Monday. Okay. Can you do it that fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Please, this boy. Funny. Come on. Come on. Okay. All right. no, I, actually, I don't know. And then, and and then after that, if we have them available, we'll probably sell them. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But they're, they're, they literally sold out last year, so 
they'll be done probably. But all right, well, I'll put all that in the notes. Um, and gosh, I mean, you are super busy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and then in 2021, I just want to mention this: we're getting into personal care. Oh, so dear. what does that, that mean? Hold on, what does that mean? Like, like creams tampons? and stuff. <laughs> you, you shot me a look like girl stuff. So no, like tampons, key-based protein. No, no, we're not, we're not, we're not <laughs> we doing that. persons, apparently. Why did you go straight to tampons? Because she gave me a look, like, I thought she was, like, giving me a look like, girl, like, I don't know. I, that's well, just, I, mean, I know what you're looking things. for, Paige. Like, What's everything you care? use on your body, like, your toothpaste and your, oh, I don't, oh. like, all the things. Deodorant, lotion. Oh hair product. Well, yeah, Shampoos. personal care. Like, oh. yeah. So, we're going to create the cleanest stuff out there. Same branding? Same, is oh, it yeah. Truvani? Yeah, of course. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, all right. Truvani is going to be like, like, ridiculous. We're going to take over the world. So the, earlier I when I said supplements, say. she was like, uh-uh, hey, watch your mouth. It's more than supplements. <laughs> now, and then, and then, I mean, you know, I have the vision for Truvani is, yeah. is insane. So we, you know, we just started with what I was taking that I needed to fix. Yeah. Right. And then now we're going into the other things I needed to fix, which were, you know, the things I was using in my bathroom all the time. Yeah. So, so that's going to be the next stage, which is just, oh, it's so fun. It's so hard. It's so fun. I can't even, can I just, I can't even imagine because you, uh, obviously this is how you built your career. When you talk about like trusting a brand or trust, like I don't love to do homework. I don't like when we registered for baby stuff. I just like, I, my recommendation to everybody else is Find someone who does their homework and steal their baby registry. If you're not going to do research the, mo- the <laughs> safest car seat, if you're not going to research the this, like, I know myself. I don't want to do all that. But, like, I trust. You hate research. I hate. I don't hate research. I just, well, if somebody else has done it, I'll take the, you know, like, I'm like, I know print. you've. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I love about your stuff is I'm like, if Vonnie signs off on it, Vonnie's psycho. She's done. <laughs> she has done her homework. Truly. I think my team would actually agree with the psycho comment. Because I, I do think our product, like, we have a product team, and they probably do think I'm psycho. Because... The level of standard that we have say, for Truvani, yeah. and I, I just, I mean, I told them the other day, I said, if there is a better product out there with least amount of ingredients, we lost. Uh-huh. Like, we do not develop that product, period. Yeah. Um, you know, we failed at our job as Truvani. And, you know, I've, I've put the fear yeah. <laughs> in their eyes. Sure. So, so that's the level of quality we have. And um, and I have to feel good about giving it, it to my family. You out so much it does. Honest. Oh my gosh! Your name. I mean, you're literally your name is all is on it. I know, and I'm. I mean, I'm just. You know, I'm about to give birth, and and I need to like slow down. But there's like these major decisions that have to be made about ingredients for our next products, and I have to be there for every single call. So um, it's important. That's a lot. If yeah. you've got any hair product that you need <laughs> tested. I'm your guy. Jake's got Yay. a great head for it. Okay. I uh, okay. So we've got probably five more minutes left. We're wrapping up. I want to. I want to take it to the whole thirty thing. Oh yeah. Our, so we eat like complete garbage. We are like garbage disposal humans, and we Jake, know that. Jake eats worse than I do. I at least try. You, sometimes. Paige. James. You don't even, we do, we, when we, on the weekends, when we make a choice to, no, I will eat like garbage. I am not saying that I don't, but I'm just saying you don't even, you won't even try a vegetable. Like you do not like things you think. 
that are healthy. This We're going to have to unpack this okay. uh, on another episode where you are in complete <laughs> denial that we both eat terribly. Okay. She meal preps. She definitely does a little bit better than I do. Oh. But we, because we don't research and we don't plan and we don't whatever, like, let's do Whole30. So we did Whole30. We both lost a ton of weight. How much? Can you say? I was 14. You were 11. 11. In a month. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. We, we incredible. recognize all the, also that part of that going into is like garbage weight. Like it's not actual. But still, that's pretty significant weight loss than You can recognize days. whatever you want. I'm super pumped. Yeah. I lost 14 pounds of pure <laughs> bad fat. I don't know. Anyway, so we're happy with that. Um, How much have you have you gained back? I've gained back, I think, three or four. Yeah, same. Okay. Um, this is a problem with diets. Yeah. yeah. Right. So <laughs> yeah. This is, so and we went in knowing that. It's yeah. Not, yeah. We thought okay. it would be like a... Yeah. But I, honestly, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh. You, you know far more, I think, about it than I did. I didn't know anything going in, and I didn't know what to expect coming Jake out. Jake had never restricted food anything. intake before that Because she was like, like by the way... had never done any kind of... Anything that you would call a diet. Yeah. She's like, you know that this is like a... You have to ease back in thing. This isn't a start and stop. And I'm like, uh, no, I did not sign up for that. I signed up for day 31 completely... Falling off the edge of the cliff. Um, how do you feel? Because you're not, you don't like, you're not like a diet person. You don't talk about diet. You talk about ingredients. Yeah, you, you don't have like, wanna, you're not Yeah, I don't want anyone to be on a diet. Thank, Diets are awful. At. Right. Like, doing Whole30 to me sounds awful. It, it was, was miserable. <laughs> and I'm really good friends. Terrible. It's funny. I'm really good friends with Dallas Hartwig, who is... Um, one of the founders of Whole30. Oh. Oh, it was great. Dallas. And, like, yeah, Dallas we lost super... a lot of weight. Yeah. And and so, like, I, I, oh, boy. I would never go on Whole30 mm-hmm. if anybody paid me. We'll no never way. do it again. There's, okay, so, like, when you, okay, let's just. Let's Help just, us. Because we okay. want to know what's the next step for the failings. The next step for the failings is throw your garbage freezer away the garbage drawer okay throw it away I'll, I'll come down there i'll clean some stuff out today if you want me to <laughs> and and you just need to eat real food people okay real food real food make it yourself real food make it in bulk freeze it so it's available yeah um i would i would even have you go to a good bakery there's um renaissance patisserie which i love in south park yeah get some of their croissants cut them up add your organic whatever top whatever you want your sandwich sausage okay some organic grass-fed sausage something whatever peterson's i love peterson's okay i don't know that brand but sure okay (laughs) and freeze that freeze that freeze those versus a jimmy dean's processed factory chemicalized crap vonnie help me is there a happy medium that was a happy medium. A happy I, don't even, I don't even think that's a great idea, but it's a much better idea than the Jimmy Dean's. What should I, what would you recommend I do? Sm- Truvani smoothies in the morning? Oh my gosh, you could. And it would be should. so delicious. I know. And, and all you have to do is the taste of our protein will mask whatever greens you put in there. You need to add greens to your diet. It sounds like you don't eat vegetables. I keep vegetables. hearing about that. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I keep so hearing like about greens. you can put, okay, start with romaine because romaine doesn't taste like <laughs> anything but water. Right. Right. And I could do spinach. Okay. Yeah. Spinach. Yeah. Put that in your smoothie, add some fruit, whatever. Um, if you're doing the chocolate peanut butter, you probably don't even have to add anything because it's it banana, tastes cinnamon, like, or whatever it was. That sounds that amazing. I mean, no, that seriously, you don't need to add anything, but just for extra substance, you yeah, know, add, sure. a, add another banana, whatever. Yep. Um, delicious in the morning, easy, fast food. There's no excuse. And then, well, uh, try to eat the same thing for uh, lunch every day. 
if you can, around the same thing. Huh. So that there's not this constant array of temptations. In other words, you're not having to always make decisions. Right. Yeah. Okay. So try to eat the same thing for breakfast and lunch every day. Okay. That's seven days a week. That's 14 meals. That you're making. So you'd rather, you'd rather keep consistency over fewer meals and maybe experiment, have a little fun at At dinner time. As opposed to five days of behaving and two days of garbage. Yeah. No, no, no. No. That's what are you pointing at me for? Because hey, you're gonna deny that too? No, no, no. That's no, what you're not denying. No, it, but I, but it, it is of the same mindset. The reason that I, when I get my stuff together and actually do it as meal prep or what have you for the week, so that I don't have to be making decisions, right. so yeah. that there's and you're no, back on that. Yeah, yeah and it's it, just easy you to have go. It. Yeah. yeah, you can't if you're making a decision when you're hungry at the last minute. You're calling Postmates. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know what oh, I mean? Boy. You're you're oh. calling DoorDash. But so do you? Don't yeah. do you do any? And I know, sorry, we're short on time, but I do want no, to ask fine. you this because I feel like, like for example, uh, my brother and sister-in-law are plant-based now. And she's always been, she has major food allergies and things like that. He is healthier than he was ever like in his life. I mean, he was a professional athlete, like never has had a you know weight issue or anything necessarily, but could not get his cholesterol down. It's the one thing it never, and finally a doctor said, try plant-based and it's the only thing that's worked for him. And, and what I've heard, actually, Dr. Anna Maria Temple and I were talking about it the other day, and she goes, some people, there are certain quote-unquote diets that, that, that do make more sense for them. So, so for some people, it really does make sense to be on a vegan or a plant-based or gluten-free, et cetera. Do you agree, like, are you on board with that? Or do you think, like, across the board, those types of things are good or bad? Or in terms of, like, vegetarianism or vegan or plant-based or... Yeah, so, you know, everybody has to find their, their own individual kind of way of life when it comes to food, right? But there's a there's a main place to start and that starting point is real food, right? And then you can start to play around with things. Now, I don't think that being 100% plant-based is much different than being 90% plant-based. Uh-huh. And that's kind of like, you know, I'm at 80 or 90% and but that still allows me to like enjoy a barbecue sandwich from Noble Smoke and Oh, love that barbecue sandwich, yeah. right? And and when my husband makes his barbecue, which the recipe's in the book, Food Babe Kitchen, oh boy, that re- oh, his, he makes the best barbecue. Like, I'm going to enjoy that, right? Um, or the Chick-fil-A sandwich or whatever, right? Uh, not the real Chick-fil-A sandwich, the homemade one. Yeah, book, right. But just to be clear. <laughs> so we're clear. In case you just came in at the end of the podcast. <laughs> Wait, they come in at the hour mark. She's Wait, my what? favorite dietitian ever. <laughs> Babe, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> got to be clear. But, you know, I still enjoy, and I actually have to eat meat a lot more right now because I'm a little bit iron deficient being pregnant. So, like, you know, for me, everyone's like, oh, what? You're iron deficient, Bonnie Hari, food babe? Well, it's because, like, well, I have a genetic thing that, allows me to have less iron in my blood. So I have to pay attention, but also, yeah, you know, I have to figure out the right types of foods to add to my diet based on my body. Mm -hmm. And so I think that individual knowledge is very important for people to figure out. And you don't figure that stuff out until you get out all the chemicals, Mm -hmm. you get out all the chemicals, then your body starts saying, Hey, I need this, or I need a little bit of that or whatever. And maybe for your brother-in-law, you know, going plant-based helped his cholesterol, which is great. But it, I don't think he needs to, like, never eat meat again, mm-hmm. right? No, I yeah. think that's what, yeah, the, the, to your point, 
like an 80 to 90 percent like yeah i don't 20 that's why i hate like diet labels i hate even labeling myself any kind of diet because i want to enjoy everything And, and before you know again the world we're living in right now. I love to travel. I mean, my husband and I went to over 70 countries together. Oh my gosh. My daughter has been over to nine countries with us. So, you know, like I love trying new food and I don't ever want to have like, you know, like I'm vegetarian or I'm vegan or I'm paleo or I'm whatever. And then not being able to try stuff, like not being able to have a croissant in Paris would be like devastating. So bad. You've mentioned it. (laughs) I want like a real bread croissant. I want one in Paris, though. That's true. Yeah, not in a freezer (laughs) in South Charlotte. Full of chemicals. Uh, All right, so Paige, we have come 10 years and made zero progress. You've apparently made (laughs) a little bit more progress than I have, and I will cop to that. But maybe we can continue to take baby steps and check back in with Vani in another decade and... I can't wait to see what's the 2021, the, the personal care line. 100%. I know. Well, I will give it all to you guys. And when those well, tampons that wasn't come us. out. <laughs> exactly. Can you give Paige like a case of tampons? We're not. Okay, for everyone listening, right. we are not getting into feminine right. care. You guys are Yet. specializing in Yet, tampons. Yet, Bonnie. <laughs> Got it. Yet. Uh, thank you for coming. Oh, you're the best. I know. Due date again, remind me. December 31st. Oh, my goodness. Wow. (gasps) Ending 2020 with a bang. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want a 2020 baby? I I don't know. Do do we really want a 2020 baby? Let's say January 1st. (laughs) January 1st. I went a week late with Harley, so who knows? I know. It's just, uh, yeah. So I'm, but, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. The end is near. (laughs) The end is near. Thanks for squeezing us in before he comes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. This is so fun. Mm, oh, yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. For past episodes and more, visit jakeandpage.com or get all up in iTunes or wherever you get your podcast with your fine self sitting on your fine couch. Mm-hmm. Talk to you next time. Mm. Yeah, I said, um, yeah.